Hello. Hello. Welcome. And welcome to what the fuck? No. <laughs> Where the fuck is that, Matthew? Jesus. Where the fuck is that? Acting like it's your first time. I'm new to this game. I'm yeah. like you, an expert. Oh, so, yeah. Podcasting I've, been this, I've been doing this in my closet for years. It's a very practiced in making up stories about. Oh, fake really? City. In your closet? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, the echoes, the, not the echo, the sound quality. What do they call it? The acoustics in the closet are unmatched. God, I want to have a band now called Acoustics in the Closet. Mm. It's not bad, you know, better Should than Foo Fighters. What we're meant to be doing. Yes. Um, give me a name. Any name. You going first? Yeah, I'm going cool. first. Where the fuck is that? Pilsen. Pilsen. I see. So obviously there's going to be a strong through line of drugs at some point here. But like, it sounds like Pilsen to me. Uh, so I'm sort of thinking about, um, actually, you got to ask me questions first. Well, what's it like? What's it like? Great. Okay. What is Pilsen like? Well, I'll tell you how Pilsen's like. Pilsen is built in a natural crevice into a mountain, right? So there was this hole in the mountain. We actually could go all the way through. Maybe it was just naturally dug in and then the water retreated. And somehow you have a hole in the mountain. Let's just say you have a hole in the mountain. That's what Pilsen is. And the people who wanted to find a shelter build a settlement it's very cold because it's in the mountainous area uh, and it's so snowy and stuff and uh, let's say uh, people first started settling there for reals uh, back in the ice age for realsies uh, for realsies yeah and so they just started a small settlement there it's sort of surrounded it's like in the valley of mountains so it's sort of cut off from civilization so Pilsen was started off as this little settlement little tents in the mountain and just extended outwards so you have a lot of buildings that are sort of safe and cozy well not buildings because you can't really build in but this is a whole tent structure <laughs> but like yeah it did yeah there's half it's like a sort of you know how you have um parks with trailer parks it's the same thing just based of trailer parks it's tents there's like communities and tents but then it extends outwards into the actual surroundings around the mountain where you actually have, you know, proper houses and stuff. But then you're subject to the code. So it's much less... Acclimatable? Acclimated? It's much less nice. This is a big hole and there are lots of tents in it. In, there, in, it started to off, simplify it. Yeah, it started sort of split in half. There are the communities around the tent, the, the tent communities, and then there are the people who are actually, the community that actually ventured outside of the mountain. And, you know, over time, it's grown some, some cultural divides because of those differences. Because, you know, you have the safety of the mountain, but also you're living in the tent. Or uh, you're outside and you have a house, but also it's freezing. Uh, and there are howling winds, which sound like scary banshees. That's Pilsen geography for you. You know what? Um, camping's really crazy. Meh. Because it's intense. Sure. <laughs> no, no, that didn't land with you. <laughs> I, I, it's intense. Oh, damn. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> What's the food like in Pilsen? Yeah. Well, in the beginning, there were the tents. Uh, but there were also goats, because, you know, mountain goats, they like to climb. Um... Like the band, the mountain goats. Yes, 
They, they're also, I think they collabed with uh, Acoustics in the Closet. <laughs> Are they Pilsenians? <laughs> they, they might be. No, definitely. They would have been. I, I think I heard about that, talking about growing up in Pilsen. They were, the tent, they were in the tents. They weren't the people outside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, all the vegetation is further up the mountain somehow. Um, all the good stuff, all the fruits and not fruits, it'd be vegetables. Fruits don't, don't grow here. Um, and only the mountain goats can get it. And so the people, they didn't have a choice of being vegetarians or anything like that because the mountain goats are the only ones who can reach the vegetation. Like you're thinking you're sending so, the band, the mountain goats, like, go folk band, the mountain goats, and fetch oh, us no. some root of it. Oh, I see. No, no, they're not fetching. The, <laughs> the, the, the mountain goats grow grow big on the vegetables and then the people eat the mountain goats and it's sort of like a circle of life. So their main, their main food is uh, meat based um, around goat meat and they have goat's cheese obviously they wouldn't have any other kind of cheese goat's milk and but then they try and like you know flourish somewhat they by building spices and the root vegetables sort of grow at the foot of the mountains so they might you know spice it up with like mash um they just sort mash. of <laughs> <laughs> they spice it up with mashed potato yeah they sort of discovered it like in parallel to however whoever else discovered that well, i mean it's not a discovery, really. You just smash potatoes. Uh, Wait, what, 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 if, I had, if I had a pawn coin and I was like, street vendor, fetch me your, your pills and finest street food. I don't know. Okay, the pawn's a little too small. Five pounds. Would I get a bowl of mash? You'd get fried goat on a stick. Um, <laughs> and then, like, maybe... Um, can you have flour from, from potatoes? Yeah. Yeah. It would be encased in potato flour. That sounds like it could be a thing. I don't know. Like, just dry it. It is in Pilsen. I can tell you that. Oh, the Pilsen secret. They know how to turn a potato into anything. (laughs) No, they do. It's the only vegetable they have. Some brave souls foray up into the mountain with ropes and stuff. Now, in modern times, you have that technology. Oh, the potato Uh, hemp rope. Yes, exactly. Um, (laughs) I guess some other people just build really big ladders. Um, and they go up and then they get vegetables, but then those vegetables are sort of like a delicacy. So like, you know, in Pilsen, in aubergine, it's like a week's worth of ages, you know? But then they taste really, really good. And it might just be because the psychological effect of how much it has cost you. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I can I can say from personal experience, it's the best aubergine, the, the only aubergine <laughs> I've ever had. <laughs> Well, what what are the people like Pilsen shaped by this potato diet and tent lifestyle and the soothing harmonies of the mountain goats? I guess it's different. Like I said, there's a culture of divide. You would have to pick either the tent people or the house people. They have specific names that I don't know how to pronounce. That's why I've denominated them like that. <laughs> uh, but like the, with the tent culture is sort of like very you know tight knit. Uh, everyone knows each other. They have their government, they, they're sort of split into groups within like how deep you are into the whole. Uh, and each each group, each sect has a 10 people leader. Uh, you might call them an elder or, or, you know, a governor. They call them 10 people leader in their language. That's how, how it turns out. It's just all one word, though. Yeah, they're very closely knit. Everyone knows each other. You have childhood friends european countries you get like one close childhood friend or one or two 
But everyone's in, your friend in Pilsen. Yeah, in Pilsen. That's the like I mean, slogan on the sign. Everyone's yeah. your friend in Pilsen. Yeah, well, in the, in the tent society, yeah, everyone's your childhood friend. And every like, because you all grew up in this cave. <laughs> <laughs> so Man, you just don't know. You just don't know how to bond until you bonded in the cave. Yeah, they obviously gained some perks of society. You know, they have some measures of technology that you know is connected to power sources on the outside. Those street not street they don't have streets uh <laughs> like in little lamps which are look like street lamps but because it's in the cave they cannot be named like such an orange modern street light or like an old style victorian like big steel i think they're still pretty pretty separated from like modern societies so it would be it is i've been there <laughs> <laughs> it is the old timey victorian one oh, yeah. of course you just bring it in they have generators as well for for the communities deeper into the into the hole into the mountain so that's the tent but the the house societies they sort of modernize they have a single mayor they have separation and distance from each other and therefore it's more recognizable in how they interact they have like a few close friends can't get on as well if you're in a house no just a, no just just not, it's not the same it's not the same as the tent plus the, the cold keeps you inside you know so unless you're willing to be stuck with someone during a blizzard, you don't really have that chance to bond. So it's all or nothing in a house in Pilsen. Yeah, everyone pretty much has like a, you know, a soul partner. That the question is, you know, he in... in wait, wait, who decides of, your soul partner? Because this no, sounds very no, official. No, like, no. here is your soul I partner. I mean, no, you do. There's 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 a, a tradition, but I'll get, in, I'll get to that oh, in a oh, second. Okay, okay. So yeah, you know, the question, what would you take to a desert island in Pilsen is, who would you be stuck in the blizzard with? Usually the answer would be your soul partner, because that's your... That's why they're your soul partner. You become a soul partner uh, with someone. There's an initiation into adulthood about climbing the mountains to get a vegetable. Very nice. And then the you do. No, aubergine is too rare. If you get a carrot, you're lucky. <laughs> um, so you go up, you get a vegetable, you come back, you have a soul partner. If you both succeeded and are alive, you eat the vegetable together and then frozen ass carrot yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you reach the vegetable together in the snow and then use the, the, the whatever leaf you had and you like create rings out of it from then... vegetable matter so the <laughs> from, way, like you know does the cold from keep the it from decaying oh okay <laughs> yeah like the you know a carrot has like a big leaf they tear it by in half and you know wind a ring together i think carrot leaves are toxic maybe that's potato leaves i mean it they don't eat them. They're supposed <laughs> to keep it for their entire lives. And it goes on their fun. Okay. Well, what was Pilsen like in the past before they established all these tents and these houses and things like that? Like, where did Pilsen come from? Pilsen... Major events. I mean, it goes back to the Ice Age, but Pilsen has been invaded before, right? People... No, right, of course. Right. It's somewhere in Russia. <laughs> and Interesting choice. Yeah. And it, it's so out there. But, you know, if you see a, a group of people, you want to colonize them, regardless of how far away they are. So it has been taken over by one of foreign governments, Russia. But then even the Russians were like, this sucks. <laughs> and eventually, all, all they, even though they were taken over, over multiple times for history, the governing parties just give up. And it was like, Pilsen's a dead end. And then they leave. <laughs> so and then... Pilsen was so <laughs> shit, they are like, you know what? It's not worth being a colonizer here for. Uh, yeah. Home. So only true Pilsens can live in Pilsen, uh, and that's why they can't be governed by anyone else. But that's just because no one else would want to 
live there. Pilsen's then very proud of the fact that they can be like, I'm from Pilsen, I've had it hard, like I survived. No, yeah, the, definitely. The cold. And there's definitely a lot of stigma about people who voice any any idea to leave. But that's just sort of something you have to deal with when you're, you know, these insular communities. But yeah, there was there was a great battle. It's called Battle of Peak Hill. Is that, the, is that the name of the mountain, Pico? Yeah. In this battle, it was back, back, it was the first invasion, really. And prisons were obviously backed into a corner because they, they were living in the game <laughs> at the time. So they, they managed to get through scouts, get wind of the attack. And they could either go in the cave or try and climb up. Uh, and then they, they try and climb up further into in the mountain. And because they're prisoners, they were actually quite decent at climbing, having watched the mountain goats and hunted the mountain goats. So most of them survived. They climbed up the mountain, but then the Vine Day army came up and then they got impatient. Uh, even though I guess they could have just waited at the bottom of the mountain, eventually the prisoners would starve. But, you know, these were these were arrogant men and they came to colonize. They were like, let's go up and, you know, kill them and imprison them. Uh, and then they tried to climb up the mountains and they, they, they would just fail. Plus the rocks from above. Uh, by the prisoners made it very distracting. So it wasn't really um, a battle. It was just like, a, I'm going to race you up to the top of this hill. Oh, wait, I'm tired. I cannot. You wait. Yeah, but I mean, that's um, a lot of medieval warfare. That's why castles have such winding roads, because the men would be in armor, and by the time they got to the top, they'd be exhausted. So that's the Battle of Pico. That's how the, the prisoners won it. But eventually they sent a larger force of bows and arrows you can't really escape that it's uh, strong winds too so, yeah and that's when pilsner was first taken over uh but then again like i said the russian government gave up on them. it wasn't they weren't russians at the time i don't know what they would have been called that's my history ignorance showing well that's history but um what can i do today in pilsen if i'm going there as a tourist what what are your top hits for me right well they they don't have our idea of fun but they do have things you could do that they would consider fun. There is a mountain goat walking. So you can hire out a mountain goat for an evening and just take him out and enjoy watching him. Like walking your neighbor's dog. That's (laughs) fun. (laughs) Yes, I mean, but it's seen as as an honor because everyone has their their mountain goat. Every household has their mountain goat. And so you can pay them uh, to lend you their mountain goat and then you can walk their mountain goat and spend you have that to time. pay them for you to walk their goats. <laughs> yeah, because oh, it's, no. it's sort of like a, how much? How much in in, uh, in sterling? It's not much. It's sort of like you know how you go to a supermarket, you have to put the coin in. It's like that. Oh, like a pound. Kind yeah, of. it's like just a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> just it's just to dissuade you from not returning the mountain goat. Oh, it's like a deposit. Yeah, it's a deposit in the mountain goat. <laughs> you pay them. Yeah, and then I haven't topped up the gas. And obviously the mountain goats are trained, so um, they can find truffles like pigs can. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> but, whoa! So... Do you have truffles here, and they're eating potatoes. Like, do they not care about the truffle culture? Uh, it's just it's just too rare. So you're hiring out a mountain goat for the rare chance you might find a truffle with them. So the pilsons are just like, oh yeah, they can sniff out truffles, and they're like, oh, okay. So when was the last time you got a truffle? Oh, never. But they can. Exactly. It's a it's what well, people say it's a scam. It's not really. There's you know I can. When I was there, there was a story about a guy three years ago getting a truffle. One <laughs> truffle. Yeah. Like Colin Barry McTruffle. Yeah. And then, you know, he cut it up into tiny little pieces and handed it out for everyone in in the houses. But they didn't give any to the 10 people. And that created a big stir. 
Oh, but anyway, so yeah, you can walk. You can walk I a mountain walk goat. A goat. Walk a goat to hunt truffles, and obviously, if you find the truffle, you can keep it, even though you know That's it nice. wasn't your goat. Uh, <laughs> but you have to pay the deposit on the goat. Well, it's like renting a fishing rod, right? You don't have to return the fish with the rod. Yeah, that's true. It does, so in a sense, they're not so far removed from our from our ways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also, they, there's if you want to look for extreme sport, there are mountain climbing, obviously. They don't consider it extreme sport. It's just no going to the bus. <laughs> no, but well, it's more extreme. But the fact that you're racing a goat. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have to also rent out that goat, or <laughs> no? That no, that goat works for himself. Oh, okay, um, so you pay for the you know the equipment and the training before because it's dangerous. Um, you sign a waiver, obviously, and you race the goat up the mountain. And if you win, you keep the goat. Oh, yeah. So the, the goat isn't actually that autonomous. Then it's sort of just selling <laughs> itself over. I mean, yes, he's the mountain climbing goat. His name is Bob. Huh. No, it's not Bob. But like, That's it's Bob. Bob. That was a Pilsen wow. joke there. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> well, they did his name. I mean, no one has ever won this race because <laughs> it's still like around. Well, it was the last like, time I was there. Yeah, I mean, it might be a different goat now. Maybe Bahal found a home elsewhere. Oh, so it's like a title that's been carried over that any any mountain goat there that is willingly part of the race is called Bahab in Bahab's honor. Yes. And the, the original was, obviously, that was the original mountain goat's name. Any further mountain goat there, which is the fastest climber, he then inherits that title. What can I do in the evening? Okay, so I've gone on my hike. I've gone on my, I've taken my mountain goat out for the spin. I've been beaten by a mountain goat to climb up a mountain. I just yeah. want to go back. I want to do something a little bit zen, a little bit relaxing, a little bit chill. I mean, the evening, there are usually snowstorms slash blizzard so uh-huh. if you wanted to do something in the evening it had to be with the tent people but they have communal drawings they get drunk on um fermented goat's milk and then not like potatoes famously used to make alcohol <laughs> no no they haven't <laughs> they just don't like the taste of it you know and so they get drunk on fermented goat's milk instead <laughs> uh really drunk up to the point of everything's sort of spinning because that makes the old lights and the cavern which is already pretty trippy go all whirly and then they do a communal painting of the walls. So they started at the uh, absolute bottom and it's just expanding outwards. Obviously, there are fears that when they run out of space, that tradition's going to die. But for now, there's still some space in the cavern wall left. So yeah, they get very drunk. And obviously, the acoustics in the cavern are great. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> oh, so we went from drawing to just jamming on it, like a no, no. jam session? No, it, it happens at the same time. It's, a, it's called... Um, well, the translation would be, it's so paint drum, so paint drum. So paint drum. So paint drum. All one word. Or oh, all one word. word. No, no hyphens. And how do you hyphens. say that in the original language? I would love to hear it. Shaboraka. Shaboraka? Shaboraka. Ah. Yes. And so they paint, that's their big nighttime activity. Uh, they do it every Friday. Um, <laughs> Communal painting every Friday. Also, watch out for the death blizzard outside. <laughs> yeah, and you're also drunk, and you paint outwards in the cavern wall. Does anyone uh, ever throw up in the murals that they're making? Like if they're, they're spinning around, like they're all dizzy. If they, I guess if they did, it'd just be part of the process, you know. And then you'd just Ooh. be a stain there. Very you'd be like, "Ooh, how'd that happen?" And then 
the elder slash <laughs> um, the mayor? tent team. No, the mayor oh, is the oh, people outside. I thought you were talking about this is only tent people. This is so only tent people. House yeah. people just fuck off. And House people just sleep. Yeah, well, they don't have TV. But yeah. You've got electricity coming in. They have generators. But, you know, if you have generators for electricity, you're not going to be spending on a TV. They're just spending yeah. on heating water. Um, instead, they play chess. Oh, yeah. didn't see that one coming. <laughs> it's their own version of chess. It's more rules. <laughs> what they read, they read a lot, to be fair. So, yeah, that's what you do in the nighttime. You go hang out with the cave people and get drunk on fermented ghost milk. What are they reading at the minute in Pilsen? It's like, what's on the, the airport number one for Pilsen International? <laughs> Well, obviously, Narnia. Narnia? Oh, the Chronicles of. <laughs> yes. Chronicles of Narnia, uh, obviously only the ones that are heavily Narnia-focused. <laughs> the um, only, the, they tear out every section that is not the snow in it. Yeah, they love the, the snow and the ice cream. And, and the... Oh, she's the good guy. Yeah, is that where you want to go? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I've always been interested in um, the Snow Queen and her um, tragic story. And just to see, you know, how she was raised and, you know, learnt powerful world ending magic would be yeah brilliant. aslan nah aslan sucks he sucks he doesn't know posing i'm fine with ending with aslan sucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so that's Pilsen for you amazing i want to go and get very cold there <laughs> yeah you'll have a certain uh, instinct for adventure to really go to Pilsen and get the best out of it but it sounds like a bear gorillas tv show and that puts me off <laughs> yeah but where else are you gonna walk a mountain go I feel like I could go to a Perrin Zoo. I think it would be easier to buy a mountain goat than to go to Pilsen. Yeah, but then they're not trained to find truffles. True. Like, I'd miss it on that revenue. Nowhere else in the world would you have a truffle hunting mountain goat. Pilsen is actually in the Czech Republic. I see. It's, it's close. It's a, yeah, it was kind of a complicated history when you mentioned that they were taken over by Russia. But they're the fourth largest city in the Czech. It apparently rains every second day on average. I see. It's very specific. Um, low altitude. Hmm. Specifically, no strong winds because of that. Also, they get Mediterranean heat waves sometimes and make it like 30 plus. But the, like, the nights are also incredibly cold and uh, horrible. Well, so great. with your guy there. Mainly, the food, it is home of Pilsner beer. It is like, that's their biggest thing. I feel that might, yeah. might be. <laughs> I think you called it Pilsner at one point. I was like, mm-hmm. Like, you got it. Basically, for like... The culture and the people, it's apparently got a modern architect uh, called Adolf Luce, who also worked in Vienna. So it's got a lot of timeless designs. And there's like these special apartments you can go and organize a tour to. They were the European capital culture in 2015. And then they opened like a theater and they have all these events and stuff. And for kids, you can go to some crazy fun places like Dino Park. Um, My personal favorite, past Tech Mania Science Center is the Museum of Marionettes and Ghosts. Oh, damn. This is such a creepy combination. It's like the puppet museum, but also haunted. Um, (laughs) There's also like a Pilsen historical underground, which I'll get onto later, but it's like a tunnel system. Okay. Which is just strange. I mean, sort of subterranean. There Um, There is a subterranean aspect to it. But in the past, they did have, not a battle, but they had an uprising in 1953 against the Communist Party. Basically, the Karuna, uh, like their currency, had been reformed mm. like three, four times. And then the Communist Party were like, we're doing it again. Your money is now worth like one to every five. And everyone's like, fuck this. 
So they just like rebelled against him. Is it called the PKO uprising? It was not, unfortunately. No, it was called quite boringly just the Pilsen uprising. Right. Nineteen fifty-three. Interesting one though. When it was under occupation, there was a racing pigeon that flew through the Czech Republic from Germany, got lost for several days, called Leaping Lena. She. It was a routine flight in nineteen forty-four. So this is a year after the uprising. So this is all their interesting history. Once she returned home two days later, and there was this message addressed to Radio Free Europe, this sort of news outlet. But they had this little note attached to her legs, which is from the people of Pilsen, which says, "We plead with you not to slow down in the fight against communism because communism must be destroyed. We beg for a speedy liberation from the power of the Kremlin and the establishment of a United States of Europe." We listen to your broadcasts. They present a completely true picture of life behind the Iron Curtain. We would like you to tell us how we can combat Bolshevism and the tyrannical dictatorship existing here. We are taking every opportunity to work against the regime and do everything in our power to sabotage it. And it was signed, and this is really cool, Unbowed Pilsen. Damn. I just thought it was really sick. Yeah, they're almost as mellow as my pills. Yes, yeah, they attach us to a pigeon. Like, this is wild. <laughs> yeah, um, it could have been a goat, but yeah, pigeons worked as well. But uh, for tourism, you can go to Pilsinski Prazduy, which is basically the Pilsner Burakel distillery. Oh, which I is, see. Like, one of like the oldest. You can also go to, there's like a big Gothic cathedral, St. Bartholomew's, in the 13th century. It's the highest in the Czech Republic, if you like tall things, like kind of like a mountain. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do, do you like climbing from the outside? You could. It's gothic, <laughs> so I guess it has all those rocks and stuff. Oh, right? yeah, like Assassin's Creed parkour. Up. Um, they've got Renaissance Town Hall, the second largest synagogue in Europe. Now, this is the weird tunnel shit. They also have 20 kilometer of like historic tunnel and cellar networks. Okay. I don't really know why. What does that mean? They just have these tunnels among the longest in Central Europe. So like part of this, legging? I don't know. Like, is it maybe like an X like system of travel or storage? Maybe like a film sewer? I don't know. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't look into this stuff. I think the mystery is more interesting. Yeah, I guess you can go into this. So part of this network is open to the public, and you can tour like about two hundred fifty meters of it and go down like about twelve meters, mm. like in underground, thirty nine feet. So you just sort of walk around underground in yeah. these cellars or these tunnels. I guess maybe it's like a bomb shelter kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. Just preparing for the apocalypse, but like, you just walk through a tunnel. <laughs> well, I mean, after <laughs> you're done with the marionette and ghost museum, <laughs> and you've had your beer tour, because that's the big thing. You go there, you go to the historic beer museum. I guess then... people walk through caves. Just yeah. like cave, like networks, yeah. Yeah, if you go on the beer tour and then you go on the tunnel tour, it's basically your pills in if mm. you do it in winter. <laughs> Yeah, if you're really, really wasted, the tunnels might be super exciting. Where would you go? You're a Pilsen or Pilsen's Pilsen? <laughs> I don't know. Well, obviously, uh, my Pilsen has aspects of social um, connections that don't really exist or I haven't encountered. So, like, the aspect of having pet goats, which you take on walks, is fascinating to me. Which, because I created it. <laughs> I, I, just, I thought you were going to reveal that you just really love goats. But, like, obviously, the real one is more accommodating. It has the marionette and ghost museum, which just I think is really cool. And their alcohol seems to be better, so... Well, a lot of beer. Yeah. It's near Prague. It's kind of west of Prague, I think. 
Yeah, I'm not really interested in goat, fermented goat's milk, to be honest. I think it'd be too <laughs> too thick. It's so. disgusting. I can already taste it. Like, if I wanted to have a good time, I'd go to the real one. If I wanted an adventure of a lifetime, I'd go to mine. You don't want to just get drunk and like walk through like 750 meters of tunnel? No. I mean, I don't see that as great as an adventure as racing a coat up a mountain. You've got me there. You, I can't say anything more to defend this place. <laughs> it does seem something I'd actually enjoy. Whereas upon the goat thing, I'll be afraid uh, to slip and die. I'd be afraid. I'd be ashamed, really. This goat's beating me by miles. <laughs> and also, I'm pretty sure I've just paid for training to be mocked by a mountain climbing goat. <laughs> by a goat. <laughs> yeah. Why have I done this? <laughs> It's like true, going on to like military boot camp thing and be like, why have I done this to myself? <laughs> what am I breathing? I don't need to be here. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to the second half of Where the Fuck Is That? Where the fuck is that? Where is it? In this second half, we're going to be talking about, well, you shall be talking about. Oh no. <laughs> Fortaleza. Fortaleza? Yes. Fortaleza. What's Fortaleza like, Matthew? Fortaleza is obviously a fort owned by Queen Leza, who was actually the idea of like Sapphos was for the Sapphix and like as in like woman and woman. Uh, Leza was like actually the first lesbian. Oh. So it's actually really queer accommodating fort. It's Spanish sort of brick, like a nice tanned brick to it, like a kind of brownish color, very square. Strangely square, actually. Yeah, that seems... Hmm. Square turrets, square doors. Is there a city inside this fort? Oh, yeah. Oh, the right. fort The okay. fort is the city. Right, so it's just a huge... Big-ass fort. Oh, I see. Queen Leza went hard. What's the climate like inside this oh, fort? Oh, it's so hot. Oh, damn. It's so sunny. It's tropical. So everyone's like... Everyone who goes is like kind of like party capital. You just you take your top off, just walk around, sun tanning. People just walk with no shoes on, streets really clean, and stones like nice and warm and toasty. <laughs> so everything is stone. Yeah, it's just a big stone. Yeah, because yeah, it's inside the fort. It's like it's like no park like... song in France. Are there, are there parks? I mean, you can put parks in it, but like underneath the dirt is just more stone. Like they have to import the dirt and put it on top. But have they done that? <laughs> oh yeah, they have. Oh, oh okay. there's some beautiful parks. <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, what's, what's, what's it like outside? Where is this fort located? So it's in this really nice, uh, sunny, like valley. There's like trees up the side. It's quite rocky, but, um, you know, all like nice, like sort of xeric shrubbery and kind of things growing up the sides, a little river going by and the fort's like smack dab in the middle because Queen Leza was walking along. The story goes that as she was walking, she was like, oh, I'm really tired. And they're like, let's just set up camp here and did. And then she's like, oh, I wish I had, like, you know, good plumbing system. You know, right. Campsite. And then it just kept getting bigger. Okay. And eventually she had Fort. And they're like, hey, I it's Leza's Fort. Fort Leza. Well, Forts are usually built to defend against something, but I guess we'll find out more okay. about that in Defend against exhaustion. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, truly it's tiring to build walls, but... Um, she didn't build it. She had a lot of fans. I'm going to question Leslie's judgment in building this fort in the middle of nowhere. Okay, so, so in this city-sized fort uh-huh. in the middle of a field. It's a valley. A valley. You know. <laughs> in the middle of a valley. 
uh, which is somehow tropical because valleys don't seem tropical to me. What's the food like? The food? Oh, it's great. There's a lot of fresh produce coming in because it's a very verdant valley. They have really good wine there as well. Lesser wine. It's um like a sparkling sort of thing. Somehow they have a naturally sparkling wine. It's a secret that she protects with her life. Oh, so she's alive? Oh yeah, she's alive. Oh damn! Okay, when was this when do you think for, When do you think Queen Lesser died? <laughs> it was kicking. I mean, well, you don't build forts in the modern age. Oh no, it's it's a really old fort. She's just somehow alive. Oh right, it must be the sparkling wine. They don't know if it's propaganda or if it's like maybe her great 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 granddaughter, but like word in Fort Leza is Queen Leza is fine, everything's fine. Right. Okay. So maybe it's just the Leza title is passed on. But I wouldn't know. You'd know. I mean, if you're in Fort Leza, you just you wouldn't question these things. People say Queen Leza's alive. Queen Leza's alive. Okay. So I can drink wine. Mm-hmm. What would I eat? Like, what would be the main meal? It's mostly vegetarian. Oh. A lot of like fresh growing vegetables around the place. Very good soil because it's wine soil. It's mm. very rich. Is there a fast food version of? Oh no, people don't eat no. fast food. No, no. So Marcus stalls. Very diet conscious in oh. Fort Leza. They love a good salad. Oh, Go crazy for a salad. You like go out clubbing, come back, you have a nice salad. Maybe a bit of feta on it, but that's about it. Mm, I'm not sure I sound that. What would I go? I'm a tourist. I need I need a quick meal. I need a quick fix. I don't want to have to cook. Yeah, they'll give you like um like a uh, sort of like a blended celery juice or something. <laughs> Jesus. You know? Okay, I, I want food, and they give me blended celery juice. It's nutritious. It'll fill you up. It's good for you. <laughs> One star dripping by me. No. <laughs> what do people like in Fortaleza? Oh, very loving. Very um community conscious mm. um also very gay very yeah. gay like everyone there is party capital like mm-hmm. you come there you build up queer communities you dance a lot and then you have to eat a lot of vegetables and things because you know you've drank so much wine that you need to like rebalance your system right. people just dance in like little stone streets they do have an affliction though called fort Leza heel where um you dance so much and then you like on the stone flat grind and then you get like bad ankles Right, of course, it'd be all sore as well. Yeah, they've got a terrible rate of arthritis in Fort Nessa. <laughs> I mean, I guess shoes would counteract it, but no, no, you don't wear shoes. You look shoes. like a you look like a stiff if you start wearing shoes in Fort Nessa or <laughs> but, any clothing. But it's so hot, your feet are gonna be sizzling. No, it's just a nice warm, you know, because they've got so, the towers are so big and so square. They've got oh, right. big square shadows everywhere. Oh, yeah, like, of you course. cool down. I just like slap my feet in the shadow for a bit. I see. So they just or the koi ponds in the park. You know, they congregate around the shadows of the of the towers, right? Cool. There's also the parks they planted on top of the stone, mm-hmm. uh, which is an interesting thing. Cause it just... No, it's just like a flower bed, you know, mm. but just park size. Can there be water then? Yeah, they've got a river nearby. They've got plumbing. But... Remember, the first thing she did was get plumbing put in. <laughs> no, I know, but like there wouldn't be running water inside for the leather then. Yeah, there would be, because they plummet in from the river. and then. Oh, they... right, so it's not an unbroken slab of stone, which is how They have I things in the stone. Right, The stone okay. is unbroken. I see. But, like, they still have pipes running through it. Okay, right. <laughs> I see. It wasn't just, like, I decree stone here, and then just <laughs> it appeared. Right, okay. So, do they have, like, any cultural works? Yeah, every really modern pop song comes from Fort Leza. You know the way like you like, see it as a lot of like writing for other audiences, mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. Queen Leza has basically made the pop genre. 
And right. anyone who's anyone knows this. And that's why when you go to Fort Lazar, you have a great party because all like, you know, Rihanna's like unreleased album, it's in Fort Lazar. Like I it's see. already playing, it's old now. Oh, damn. Like, and the time it gets out, they're like, they're onto something completely new. They're like miles ahead because they've just got it down to an art. Right, so they're like the home of ghostwriters. Yeah, they're kind of the Illuminati of pop music. Yeah. Though they, they're more chill than that. Oh yeah, because they're square and not triangle. Mm. I see. Wait, what? <laughs> the Illuminati is a pyramid. Oh. <laughs> no, they're, yeah, they're obviously not the Illuminati because everything's so square. I guess, thinking of Pilsen, would there be like any conflict? Like, or is it just this party capital? There's oh, Everyone just loves each other. Petty feuds all the time. Oh, okay. Thing. People are drinking wine so much. Everyone's dancing, everyone's tired sometimes and get into like scraps and stuff. Queen Leza, she comes down sometimes. Yeah, well, she's people... verified proof. She's alive. Well, everyone's got a story of like, oh god, I met Queen Leza this time when I was so drunk and like she was so nice to me. And like, you know, oh, I met Queen Leza in the bathroom and she did my makeup for me. And like, still like, oh, okay. You know, or like, oh, I was like having this, I was, you know, taking off my, taking off my earrings, ready to scrap. And then Queen Leza just came and she was like, to no. fight. Yeah. Gonna fight, fight with me. And then she just punches you. <laughs> breaks her nose she's like I'll teach you <laughs> she slaps her feet away as she's barefoot as well you can see her heels are like heavily calloused <laughs> yeah. she's got like nearly robotic heels like she's so hench <laughs> yeah. right. she's like a mountain goat right she do well climbing uh, peak hill <laughs> so what was the city like in the past obviously we discovered his foundations how has he evolved through history since it's very fairy tale like beginnings well um it's kind of complicated because obviously there's a story of like how it was formed like many many years ago mm. but there's also a second creation story of how it was built in uh 2000 <laughs> okay at the um at the turn of the millennial um that's why like pop music started taking off because before leza started opening up and no one was live long enough to remember <laughs> yeah they have, they have an issue with like drugs in Fort Leza sometimes <laughs> sometimes it gets a bit too party heavy they don't really have much history apart from that it's it kind of has a resort vibe to it almost like it's just cyclical kind of groundhog day if you go in the party's always happening uh, in Fort Leza like okay. the the fort that never sleeps so it's like a casino because you go in and then they're... it's timeless kind of it's yeah. timeless classic and yet somehow they're always moving forward because they're always producing the next big thing yeah it's an easy way of life they're just paid in royalties really because mm-hmm. she is the queen right so the is that <laughs> the main profession then yeah like mostly like musicians but then there's a lot of like lawyers and things that no one will like you know distribute or release their music before it's ready all that licensing aspect but it's good though because you have all the stress of like dealing with like the music world and then you can right. just like take off your shirt and party afterwards i see they're very very strict about artist autonomy like mm. they were behind the kesha case they were like they wanted free kesha like fuck sony <laughs> they were fighting for her a lot of their money went into that courtroom as well Ooh. so is there like financial troubles now after the free kesha not really they have like um it's like a public sort of treasury essentially so all their money their certain percentage goes into this they're communists and people well well no, no really it's a it's a monarchy oh right oh yeah i guess it is because it's queen but yeah, yeah people part of that money goes into like a treasury some people donate into it as well and that money goes to like helping artists who are in weird legal jams and they send their best team out and they fund them oh yeah this is just so low-key about it that sort of defeat the point of a ghostwriter if you were known yeah but it's a good thing though because they send their best people out mm-hmm. and then they use the money to pay that 
those people but you know so it's like a pro bono kind of thing that it's good for them because it gets the word out like oh if you're ever in legal trouble again you know just come to fort leza and we'll sort you out or even if you need a break was kesha freed in the end i can't remember <laughs> it was like it was a fort leza thing you know yeah queen leza was actually working the case so it was uh, when she's on it it's kind of on wraps you know because right. she can't be seen because she's too famous she has to always cover her um, ankles because people will know her when they see that bitch ass heels. That's distinguishing sign. So what should I do? I guess I'd be partying, but well, how exactly would I be partying? You start off with like your wine spritzer, you sit, you chat for a while, you bask in the sun, you go to the park, you play with the koi fish. Koi fish. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, you have a sort of a prease, um, you have your feta salad bowl. Um, your grains, your superfoods, and then you build up a system. And while you get a little bit more drunk, like day drinking, mm. by nighttime, they don't really do like heavy, like binge drinking. They're just constantly like sipping a little bit. Right. And then they're pretty buzzed by nighttime. And like when it cools down a bit, they're like, get the feet out, start sapping, listen to a few, like, oh, all this music is brand new today. Mm-hmm. They just release all the day's music that they've made for the entire world. They just party, buy a bit, wait for the sun to come up over the valley. And then when the sun's coming up over the valley, that's only when you're allowed to go home. Right. Like, okay. Not because it's the law or they're going to kill you or anything, but just like, you're a loser, you're a party right, people. Right, I see. Right, there's such a strong culture of party people that anything against that, you just sort being of ostracize. party pooper in Fort Leza is like being a murderer. Like, right. It's kind of like, they're a party pooper, don't talk to them. I see. <laughs> you, you wouldn't want that to happen, both if you're a terrorist, you can sort of take that, those repercussions. Yeah, and also like most people who go there, because it's like the lgbtq plus capital mm-hmm. of the world you kind of already know anyway if you're going to that because you already know like oh right. it's like you know it's like going to like a gay club like it's very rare that you're going to accidentally go like i didn't expect like the manly arm to be a gay club what right yeah i see you know you know, getting you know fort leser for everyone knows it everyone yeah. knows all of it is there a chance i could just be stuck there stuck there yeah, in terms of like cyclical cycle that you were describing, just <laughs> forgetting even anything before the 2000s. Oh, yeah. Like some people are definitely trapped in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like they're wearing like denim on denim. They're wearing like, you know, the crop tops tied up, tiny little glasses, a lot of like peroxide blondes. So they're kind of stuck in a retro sense, I guess. But right. then it's seen as cool to them and they're always moving forward musically. Yeah. But you can get sort of trapped in that lifestyle. It can be a little bit toxic. But then um, people eat so healthy anyway, and like such a loving community that yes, you may be like drinking every night and partying every night, but like it's quite productive. Right. And also, so, you're kind of crowd testing the music, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. But I guess you're working. You're on the job. Yeah, but then I guess the repercussions of being like uh, sucks are so great. Yeah. What do you think? Someone goes to Fort Leza and just I hit, I hit partying, and having fun with my <laughs> no, friends. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if a song comes out, you don't like it. Oh, you can yeah. say that, that. Like, there's a oh. lot of... There's not really a concept of music snobbery in Fort Leza. Because everyone's opinion is valid. Like, it's just like, oh, this isn't my vibe. You're like, oh, okay, well, you know, go have, like, a celery smoothie. And right. then they'll just, like, chill out with the celery steak. Oh, lunch, 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 drink, drink, drink. They're not precious about their music. Well, they are. Like, they're just like, oh, you don't like this? And then if the big consensus is like, oh, you know, this, like, latest album, I'm not sure about it. Send them an email out be like, hey, Rihanna, sorry, this isn't really hitting. Right. And Rihanna might delay for a bit, or you know, sometimes Rihanna will probably just be there and I'll just yell <laughs> over the crowd and be like, Rihanna, I'm not sure. And she'll stop singing. She'll be like, You know what? You're right. Yeah. And she'll just leave because they just value like their expertise. So they just go. When Lady Gaga comes on stage and her and Beyonce like do a duet, 
you know, a lot of one of a kinds in Fort Leza. Yeah. Not allowed to record anything, of course. Uh, yeah, for some in the reason moment, it's really yeah. secret. It's because they've, they've got public they've got a public image, you know? Mm. If everyone if everyone <laughs> realized well if everyone, no, I'm self but the artists, like if everyone realized oh, that like right. Fort Leza were like the only people, they would make all the money. But Fort mm. Leza are like, no, no, we want to spread it out, we want to encourage creativity in different forms, even though it's really just Fort Leza and a variety of hats. Fantastic. <laughs> Please do tell me about Fort Leslie because oh, I know I'm going to be so disappointed <laughs> and not want to go there. I mean, to be fair, there were a lot of through lines that were similar. Firstly, it's Fortaleza. Oh, Fortaleza. I just completely steamrolled through that one. Yeah, you missed the whole uh, letter there. Um, but in terms of what Fortaleza is like, it's, it's in Brazil and it's, it's a coastal city. It's hella tropical, actually. So you got it mm-hmm. right in, in that respect. So it's very warm. Obviously, it's a tropical city in Brazil. But that also tr- turns out to be a, a, a blessing and a curse. It's it's very wet, but it's very dry. <laughs> what do you mean? What? It's very wet, but very dry? It's humid all year round. Oh, that's disgusting. What's the percentage of the humidity? I think it was like 74%. That's disgusting. It's <laughs> that so horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's the same for Leza, except... um. It's uh, it's just the sweat from the dancers. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it ends up being the same. <laughs> it's whether it's the weather or your own it's the fog machine. <laughs> yeah. So it's wet all year round, and that sort of works out. It rains all the time up until August. What? And then it stops up until December, and then it starts again. That's. So weird. Yeah. Wait, where is this located in Brazil? Like it's Fortaleza. It's in the northeast, so it's very, yes, very tropical. It's called mangroves, apparently. Ooh. Yeah, and they're now protected um, because obviously the human impact has driven down the number of mangroves. Is it mangroves? Is in the weird trees that grow in like salty water? Yeah, those ones. Yeah. As for the food. Well, it's very similar to Brazilian Northeastern cuisine, which makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, really? Yeah. Do they have celery? No, that's the thing. (laughs) Because that's that's the one through line that didn't really fit because uh, Brazil was so big with meat, right? Very entrenched in meat culture, and your photos had none of that. Here would be a mix of Portuguese, uh, native, and native Brazilian and, and sort of like African dishes. What I'm saying is the fruit lines, right? Their signature dish is called Bio de Dois. And Bio is like a sort of dance. So their biggest dish is named after like a duet. Like What's two the second part of the word mean? So the first part means dance. Uh, yeah, so the Bio is the type of dance. The Dois is of two. So it's like two people dancing. Oh, right. I like it. Yeah, so I feel like they're two in- Two major ingredients within it. I didn't actually look up its what ingredient. What is it? I don't know. It just says it's usually accompanied by barbecued lamb or meat of the sun. What? <laughs> meat of the sun. This is this is the real one. Sounds like more fiction. <laughs> yeah, meat of the sun is actually doesn't involve sun rule. It's just heavily salted and uh, dried meat. Okay, but they don't like have to jerky. leave it out. To, yeah, it's like jerky, but the, the, you're not 
leaving it out in the sun to dry. So it can be accompanied by this meat. Yeah, so it isn't actually the meat. It isn't actually the meat. So I don't know about the doses. <laughs> so it's just like you got this plate. You've got the meat and the other stuff on the, and then just an invisible patch. And you're like, ah, it's about the dose. <laughs> yeah, the, the empty dish there. That's the bio the dose because I don't know what it is. It'll go great with this other food that you could just eat instead. <laughs> and as it's being coastal, which that I guess that's the one major divergence. You were in a valley, uh, whereas Fortaleza is in the coast. And so they have a lot of seafood and fish. And as per their coastal identity, which in Portuguese makes no sense, the, the, the term for that. The words don't translate at all. I, I looked at it and I was like, what the fuck is this? What is, this what, is it, what is it trying to say? No, it, it's coastal identity. But the term in Portuguese for coastal identity doesn't translate directly. So it's like there's a special term for coastal identity that I actually looked that up. But anyways, because they're close with identity, their their signature dish is also crab. A lot of people have crabs in Fortaleza, but like, <laughs> not, not the seafood kind. Different kind, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the people couldn't get much on the people, right? But I, you can infer from what they do. So Fortaleza has a bunch of features oh, okay. dedicated to men you don't know. Because I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be like a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Well, go on, uh, hit me, hit me with one of these men. No, I don't have their name here. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> we really don't know them. <laughs> I don't, really don't know. I just didn't feel the need to write it down because I didn't know who they were. But there's also wow, a feature. the theater of Darwin. <laughs> who could it be? There's also a feature called the the River Sea Theater, which Ooh, is. I saw that a river. Hmm. I had a river. You had a river, indeed. Uh, you didn't have a sea. Goes to sea. Definitely didn't have a boat. You didn't have both. I'm not sure why you need both. It seems sort of redundant. But it's the river. One sea body of water only. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it be the sea theater or the river theater. It can't be both. But the most notable culture center is the Water Dragon for Arts and Culture. It's called the Center of the Water Dragon. For arts and culture. That's wild. Literally the water dragon. I don't know why. Is it because like the river the like coast. moving like a like a serpent, like a dragon? Yeah, I guess. I suppose I suppose that would be it. Um, that must be like a historical or cultural thing, because otherwise if you just pulled out the blue, how pretentious is it? You're just like, <laughs> Yeah, actually we're water dragon arts theater, so Yeah. It, it must have some or might yeah, it might just be the case to be what it was called. That's worse. <laughs> That's like, oh I'm gonna be called Darkwing Angel Cafe. Right. And Fortaleza is so subtle in uh or Fortaleza. Fortaleza. It's so subtle in all that it does. Oh well, yeah. It's it, it's it's trendy, it's hip, you know. It's not it's not water dragon. Yeah, I suppose they set the trends and therefore they fall into them. <laughs> so what was the city like in the past? Right, okay. So some Portuguese guy my surname, he came up to, to, to Brazil. Uh, he was called... What was your surname? Yeah, he was called Coelho de Souza. Wow, um, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, the first name was all, but I didn't write that, write that down. Because Coelho means rabbit, and I feel like that's cool. So he's Rabbit de Souza. Well, that's uh, his actual name? Coelho de Souza, yeah. Oh, wow. Coelho is his middle name, but oh. I skipped out his first name. Why? It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just remove people, parts of his names because you don't like them. So he found the fort. Uh, a fort. 
and he named it. He named the fort New Lisbon, uh, and then the Dutch one day invaded ah. the Dutch, invaded Brazil. Famous for the bad music sense, <laughs> the Dutch. Yeah. And they took the fort, and then they gave it back eventually, I guess, to be nice. What really? Yeah. Well, it was taken back. <laughs> they didn't give it back. <laughs> yeah, and then they renamed renamed Fortaleza. The Nossa Senhora de Assunção, which means the Fort of Our Lady of Assumption, which well, like Mary, yeah. So so yeah, that's that's Queen Lesa. Yeah, Just yeah. Kind of standing for be. the Virgin Mary. Yeah, which is interesting. Like Madonna's Virgin. Is that, that she must have copied it? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like the pop singer Madonna, the Virgin Mary, Queen Lesa. It's like it's a trinity there. It all yeah, comes yeah, together. Yeah, they're the, they're the trinity. <laughs> Yeah, that's the the religion of (laughs) Madonna. So yeah, and then from then on, couldn't really find much. You know, I think it's just so chill. It sounds really interesting. Yeah, there was no like battles or anything that I could find. What should I do? Again, it's similar because they got they got a lot of festivals, but it's for like poetry and seminaries. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's 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 rad. Okay, yeah, there's also. Film festival. It's called the Cine Sierra, which is a nice alliteration. Uh, it's considered to be one of the main festivals in the entire country. Um, of what? Of Brazil? Yeah. What? That's, that's so, crazy. Yeah, and this is according to Wikipedia because I never heard of it. <laughs> so I wouldn't, I couldn't tell you about what does Cine Sierra. Mean? What does that mean? Uh, I guess it just means cinema something. It's just the name of the locate, the, the area, oh. the county, or whatever. And then, but outside of that, they also have uh, a lot of um, actual festivals, yeah. So there's like a carnival, like, yeah, musical. There's yeah, for there's a festival called Fortal, and it's a musical institution uh, in the city. And so it like takes place in July, uh, and they bring like lots of musicians into Fortaleza, and they set up like the carnival um, in the custom like area of the Fortal city, and it's close to like a beach. And the beach is called the Beach of the Future. So yeah. Whoa, forward, these forward names looking, are great. Yeah, forward looking, sort of trendy, and you know, setting so very similar to Fort Leather. Um, and then a float is set up, and it, it follows the, the, a set course for the city. I guess for a river, it must be. Well, you can have a, a float. Doesn't have to float. Oh. Well, you know, like like a like a fair float. Oh. Really? Yeah, in my head, it's much cooler. It's just people floating forever. <laughs> like the idea that they literally have to float and float. Right. So yeah, and it's... an ice cream float. Do you just assume that like it's a ball of ice cream in a river? <laughs> right. So yeah, they have a float, and there are lots of people in the float, and those people sing, and those people dance. There. So that's very much like Port Lazar. Oh, very nice. So which. Would you go to again? Both sound great. <laughs> I would <laughs> definitely like. Okay, for Leza sounds like you know the party of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. But also, I want to go to a seminar festival because mm-hmm. that sounds interesting, and also just to see the buoy or the water dragon uh, theater mm-hmm. arts center. See what it's all about. Yeah, and see if it lives up to its name. It sounds nice. It's got a beach. It's got mangroves. Yeah, there's a lot of beaches. If you look at like, what should I do in Fort Lesser? It's like, oh, no, not Fort Lesser, Fort <laughs> <laughs> ah! It's like, go to the beach. Beach, like, beaches. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, I would go. I would go to Fortaleza and Fort Leza. Yeah, um, I would go to both too. I would only stop into Fort Leza. I think you only need like a couple of nights, like a long weekend. Mm. And then you just party it out and you don't want to drink again for like 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, would, I would go to Fort Leza. I would just take like my own cuisine. <laughs> Save some ingredients. I want celery juice out there. Um, Insulting their culture before you even get in the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it'd just be like, you know, in an Airbnb, eating in secret, <laughs> close up the curtains, or eating some goat that you I brought called back the party pooper because you went home early. <laughs> no, this would be before you. Was oh, you're preening by yourself. Yeah, exactly. Very sad. With my uh, goats, fermented goat smoke. <laughs> Promo. Pilsen. Pilsen. Yeah. A, a pill, a, a Pilsenonian would uh, not enjoy. Fort Leza no, at no, all. No, no. Fort <laughs> would not enjoy Oak Pilsen. No, I feel like you need to go, you could go to one and then the other, and the, the second would be the calm down for the, for the first yeah, one. It was like the decompression. Yeah, <laughs> but I would go to Fort Leza second, I think, and on a high, start sauna. A low. So, low. You said it, not me. <laughs> Ironic, because one's in a valley and one's in a mountain. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think there's two types of people. There are people who go to Fort Leza for their summer holidays, vacation, and people who go to Peak Hill and Pilsen. No, like, those people do not meet. They will never meet. They will not get on. No, they won't. I think Pilsen should get two stars. I think Pilsen. <laughs> no, I'm not even thinking about it. Really, the nighttime activity is trying not to get hypothermia and then vomiting on walls. <laughs> like, that place must stink. <laughs> And then you're just eating potatoes, and yeah, okay, you might find your soulmate, but only if you sort of live there. <laughs> and you might find a truffle if you're really fucking lucky. That's going to be your peak of your holiday. If you don't die from exhaustion climbing up a hill. Oh, it's a mountain, but yes. Well, um... peak hill. It's not awful. I can see the adventure aspect you saw me in that. Um, but for the rest of it, no. It's not for me. Okay, uh, for Fort Lesson, I would give it a four. Uh, if Liza didn't make an appearance, and a five, maybe she did. Oh, she, you'll know if she makes an appearance. <laughs> like, you know, if you, the idea is if you party long enough before Liza, you even if you don't see her, you'll see her. Like, you'll right. sense her. I guess, but I just need to see this immortal being, and then that will really make my holiday. Otherwise, yeah, it would be a five out of five if it wasn't for the for the. Why are you going in there with your like juice. Queen Leza like commemorative like tea set like Princess Diana or something? Be like, oh my god, where is she? I can't wait to see her. Also, I don't want to dance barefoot on stone, so that also brings it down to a four. Why not? But everything, live I mean, a little. <laughs> doesn't seem comfortable. <laughs> maybe if we did it, maybe if we danced in the park, but it seems like they're not. They're dancing in the shade of the towers, which means it wouldn't be only when it's too hot. Right, and I guess yeah, it's not as as warm as I guess the real Fortaleza gets. I say they have a similar climate. I was thinking like it can go up to like thirty five, but like usually it's in like mid twenties. Oh, actually, yeah, thirty seven is the highest here. Well, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for listening to. Yes. Where the fuck is that? Where the fuck is that? We now know it's Pilsen and Fortaleza. Slash Fort Leslie. <laughs> Fort Leslie. <laughs> Happy uh, travels. Uh,